What time is it? What time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Alchemy Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Hello. All right. I am KC in the place to be, and that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What up, y'all? Hope you guys are doing well this week. You held that. Hope you guys. Well, I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you guys had a fire ass weekend. I hope you um, are preparing for you know a new week or whatever. It's, it is what it is. It's March. It's March now. Happy fucking March first or whatever. March second. It was March yesterday. Oh well. All right. Well. I don't understand what leap year is. Well, leap year is the shit that happened that made my birthday skip a Saturday, and mm-hmm. now it's going to be on Sunday this year, so fuck you. <laughs> oh, you got to record on your birthday? That's crazy. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can tell you when to not expect this. It'll be about August 11th. We won't be dropping an episode. <laughs> I'm taking a vacation, okay? It's going to be my birthday weekend. Hopefully, I'll be hungover. I don't know yet. We haven't decided, but... I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing for my 30th birthday. Maybe do nothing. Maybe do everything. I really don't know. It's getting kind of close, too close to plan a trip. So I don't know. I might just sit my ass in the city and I'll figure it out. I mean, you know, just try cruise. You know, I know cruises around, you know. No, I was supposed to actually go on a cruise, but my whole family canceled. So we decided not to do it. They were smart and they didn't even know it, but they were definitely smart uh, to cancel that that cruise trip. I don't think that's the wave right now at this point. Well, moment. I heard they're like super cheap though right now. Mm-hmm. I was that people, looking, everybody's getting Corona, right? Or Ebola or something. <laughs> I was looking at, uh, I was looking it up the other day. They're like, you can get like a four day for like 150 or something like that. Oh, well, I mean, you can have a vacation and risk your life. Yeah, I mean, but it's a vacation. YOLO. 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 I mean, I used to go on cruises during hurricane season, so clearly I already had that uh, that, that mindset already. Never again. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Very much done with that. Never doing that shit ever again. But yeah, I hope you guys are all doing well, whatever. Um, Hendrix, how was your weekend? What was your, you know, was how how have you been since we last spoke to you? Um, this week actually I, I turned off my social media notifications. So what? that's been interesting. Like, um, you know, it's it's been interesting. Like when you log on to something on your own terms, not when you have like a notification telling you to log on to this certain app and respond to this shit. Like that's it's kind of been therapeutic. Um yeah, just not having to be on apps and shit. Like, you know, my I'm pretty sure my screen time is way down and for those who know, I actually posted it a while ago. Um like my screen time is like twelve, twelve hours a day. You know, because I'm doing so much shit, um, whether it's research or trying to figure out the next move for us. Um, Yeah, I'm always on my phone. So, yeah, my screen time went down a whole lot this week. Uh, Other than that, uh, we're in the home stretch uh, work-wise. It's going to be a long month. 2020 has already been long as fuck, but I I just feel like this month in particular is going to be really, really long. Um, I'm trying to maintain my sanity, <laughs> but it's like, when you know it's a, a end date to something, you kind of, everything kind of like comes at you at once. So that's what I'm trying to navigate through right now. Uh, other than that, nothing, man. I've, I've been chilling literally. Um, yeah, just trying to stay out the cold, which is not, <laughs> which is not easy considering what my job is so it actually wasn't bad today <laughs> no it was beautiful today but guess what it's, it's, you know it's, it's that thing like you know some days you want to enjoy it like when you have leisure time and shit and then other days like if you're stuck at work you still want it to be nice whenever you have like a little break or something that you want to go outside but it hasn't been like that here unfortunately but, I use, well i guess maybe it matters more now since i'm 
Not working strange hours, but I'm about to say, I remember I used to hate going into work when it was nice. <laughs> I was like, I cannot relate, nigga. Like, it's nice as fuck and I gotta go to work. But I don't, I guess now I actually get to enjoy it more so. Yeah, I'm a field nigga, so uh, it's not great. Yes, I can imagine. So, how was your week? Um, my week was cool. Um, work was work. I mean, nothing crazy there. <laughs> and then, um, I do have like, PA day, like my like little vacation, I guess, days. I don't know what regular people call it. It would be PTO. Um, I still have some days left. So I'm trying to debate when I'm going to just, you know, go for it and take those days off or whatever. Because I don't really take off work a lot or whatever. I guess I really don't have a lot of reason to because I'm off every weekend. But one day, sure. I guess I'll take, <laughs> take those days off. Because if I don't take them off, I'm just going to get paid for them. And I mean, I'd rather just not go to work. So we'll see. We'll see, because like I said, I very rarely ever miss work. But um, besides that, everything is cool. I'm still enjoying having my best friend local. Um, I hung out with them this weekend. Um, we just went like bowling and we went to uh, went laser tagging and stuff like that. It was cool. You know, had some drinks, talked some shit. It was a good time or whatever. You know, that's actually interesting. I actually, when you text me earlier, I laughed, but I was just thinking about it. Like how easy, how how much joy you probably had when you were texting me there. Like, oh well, I'm I'm going to hang with Nikki for a minute, so uh, I'll talk to you later. But it's just crazy how like sometimes when you are getting older, you tend to kind of like go back to happier times, like just subconsciously. So yeah, you know that's a typical high school Saturday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just being exactly just being able to hang out with my friends and like, you know, whatever. It was it was a good time. It was a good time. I saw them. Did we hang out both days? I don't know. I don't know. I think I seen them both days. Or one of the days, whatever. But it was a we had a really good time. Fun, like I said. And then um uh, as far as T V I've been watching Love is Blind, like everybody else. Uh fuck Jessica. That she's a fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I sh- everyone else that watches the show shares that same sentiment with me. Um, but yeah, uh, that's been really good. It's very addicting. Uh, it was very hard for me to stop watching it to even record just now. So I'm like, let me pause this shit so I can go <laughs> do my fucking job. But yeah, shout out to all y'all motherfuckers that your taxes back. Um, I still haven't filed mine. <laughs> I'm scared. I was supposed to meet with a tax repair, but I just I haven't yet. So if anybody in the local Metro Detroit area has a recommendation for me for a good tax preparer, please hit me up at any of my social media platforms or our email because a bitch is completely lost. I've never had nobody do my taxes before. I used to do it myself or have my dad do it. So now I just don't really know what to do. I might just have my dad do it this year because I don't even... Cause I try to go to one person, and this bitch wouldn't even give me a quote, and I don't. I'm not doing signing up for shit where I ain't gonna know how much it costs at the end. Like what? What kind of shit you think this is? Like absolutely not. I'm well, like, do you have a price or your price range? Like she didn't even give me a price range. Like if you would have been okay, it's between, you know, one fifty, two fifty, something. Like she was just like, it depends on how much work I got to do. I don't like the sound of that. I'm good. No. I mean, well, some people do base it on how much you're getting back. So. Well, I didn't get nothing back. Okay. So, <laughs> and you know I'm not getting in the bed. Well, I mean, whatever. And I mean, I know they be doing like finagling shit, but <laughs> I never, I've never gotten taxed back. Um, so I'm not that person sitting here balling on, you know, money I ain't earned, but whatever. I'm just saying, no shade to anybody that do, but I'm just saying, uh, it's a lot of shade. It's no shade. Yeah. It's just that it's not a big deal to me. It's just like okay, it's tax time. It's really more of a something that I don't put it. I don't really be excited about it. Maybe when I have some kids. And I'll start getting money back. Is that why y'all kids? Mm, whatever. Well, <laughs> maybe then. But right now, it's just not really. It's more about what I'm going to have to pay out. So I'm just like, putting it off for as long as possible. I'm going to try to do it, get it taken care of in the next one or two weeks. I just hate shit hanging over my head, like stuff I have to do. So but whatever. I paid all my bills this week. So it'll be good. You know, whatever. Taking care of our adult responsibilities. But I guess that's uh, it. Did you watch anything? See anything? No, nothing new. Nothing uh, adventurous. No, no, I don't think it's. No, I think Love is Bond is the only thing I've been watching, honestly. And I haven't heard no new music. I haven't. Oh, music. Is taken different. anything in. What's what's going on with music? Is some new, something else dropped? 
Um, Little Baby put out his album. Oh, okay. Um, it's a little baby album. Like I really I like Little Baby's music, but um, it does need to be. I'm I'm not gonna say a, a certain mood or anything, but it does. It's only so much of that shit I can handle because I'm not in that ain't demographic anymore. Unfortunately, I know a yeah, lot of people. Old. But that's the thing. I know a lot of people my age who are like all for that shit, and it's like, yeah. Hey, after a while, I'm like, all right. So can I hear like, <laughs> can you turn on <laughs> some old school or some shit like that, please? Um, but yeah, I, I listen to it. It's a it's a nice project in moderation, in my opinion. Um, Drake also released a two pack last night. Um, oh, I didn't catch that. I'm I'm about to go right now and see. Chicago freestyle and. He released um, when to say when, which is uh, he he had videos to accompany both of them. But the when to say when song is where we talked about him being uh, outside of the Marcy projects shooting a video. And that's the song that it was to. Where you listen to him at? Um, it's on SoundCloud. Oh, I'm about to say okay. I'm yeah. About to say they're not on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it it made sense. Like it came kind of full circle. Like okay, he's using um he sampled Song Cry for When to Say When. So mm, okay, it kind of made sense. Um, both of them are good. I'm not paying Aubrey any fucking attention because Aubrey normally does this shit. <laughs> he gives us all of this nice rappy rap type of shit and then when the the album comes out it's you know r&b um heavy and so i'm not paying them. i appreciate the lucy's but yeah i'm not getting my whole self for a project it's i gonna monsieur like be loving drake's album sir no uh-uh. i don't i mean i haven't like anything since uh if you're reading this like a whole project, I haven't like, um, but like you know, he makes songs that are great. But as a whole project, like it's never been like since then. It's not been like straightforward. Hmm. Interesting perspective. I have nothing to add to that regard. Oh, and uh, Janae released another single. Is it Janine or Janae? Janae. I always fuck this girl name with. She released a new single, uh, which is a, a new old single. Um, she redid it, but the chorus is the same. It's Ho, mm-hmm. uh, Happiness Over Everything. Um, the chorus is originally uh, from a song off one of her mixtapes, I believe, Selling Souls. It uh, also features McGill. He does the original chorus, and he also does it on this uh, new release of the song. The verses are different. The tempo is a little different. Um I don't know why the fuck they put Future on that song. <laughs> he fucked it up. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is he talking Like, what beat is this man rapping to? It's so bad. <laughs> and, like, the original Gucci man was on it. Um, Not that Gucci's offering. I mean, I feel like Gucci and Future's the same caliber of rapper. They're not really adding much to it. But I feel like Gucci man verse fit better on the original. I don't, like, Future just was really just not on any beat, like, ever made. I thought y'all liked that, though. Who? <laughs> Who liked that? I don't like that shit. I was just like, like, I was really trying to catch it. I'm like, come on, get on beat. Get on beat. Anytime now. Mm-hmm. And it never happened. It never happened. I can't even listen to the song. It's just so offbeat. Like, I first heard I'm like, oh, this is, the, oh, this is ho. Like, at first I thought it was some old shit when I seen the video. I'm like, oh, he made, she made a video for this? And I'm like, wait today like what is this and it was i mean because it's still her and miguel but she said about gucci put future on there or whatever and i don't know i'm I'm assuming maybe okay yeah future is hotter than gucci maybe that's why but he fucked that song up so bad i'm like what the fuck is going on so that was just terrible i don't know why maybe i mean do somebody else like it i don't know at me let me know maybe i'm maybe i'm not hearing it properly is this a special set of headphones I have to hear it through for it to make it sound like he on beat? <laughs> a special speaker system? I need to hear it in a car. Like I'm trying to figure out what's uh, what setting is gonna make the make it better, because um, it's trash. Him all over that song. It's just like turn it off before he get on there. Can we can we like readdress the the car thing? I think a lot of you niggas are wrong with that. What? 
Like a lot of music doesn't sound better in the car. Well, I think it's niggas. You gotta think about that. Like motherfuckers be wanting to hear like sound systems and shit. So maybe they saying like, oh, you know, on bass or you want whatever the fuck is going. I don't know. I'm not into sounds. I'm not into nothing like that. Uh, but I think that's more of a god thing, maybe. Or like you know, especially with like a really good out rap album, you could just hear it like regularly, like play it on your laptop or play it in your regular ass headphones. But you get something with some bass or some good like noise canceling or in a car with some whatever the urban lingo would be for bass <laughs> some bang yeah thank you that's the word i was looking for you, you know you hear it with some bang in a the car there we go um it might sound better so and, and i think that we're definitely in a time now where uh producers and um beat composers are more successful than the artists or better than the artists because that's really what you're listening to you're not listening to them trash ass lyrics you're just listening <laughs> to the beat so i guess that's really the audience in which they're uh you know catering to in that regard but i don't know i haven't heard anything where i was like you know what this don't sound as great um in a certain setting if it does then it's probably just trash <laughs> in general but i mean like i said that's just my opinion what the fuck do i know speaking of trash i don't know and this is where i feel like I'm disassociated with a lot of people. Have you heard the song Like a Snake? Yeah. That is the worst song I've heard in a very long time. I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe that. I heard it before. I don't think that it's worse than most songs that I heard. Unless, wait, by who? Uh, uh, Kayla Nicole. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. No, it's not the worst song I've ever heard. I'm not saying ever heard, but in a while. Like, it's not even catchy i don't even think that's i think that song is a joke i don't know why people why are, are they playing it on the radio the same reason why they play fucking soldier boy on the radio the same reason they play lean with a rock with it on the radio the same reason why they play chicken noodle soup on the radio like i mean she's a very famous youtuber she's fucking hilarious i am uh i follow her uh or subscribe to her youtube channel I and too. I know she does that on, you know what I'm saying? That was a thing it caught on. But that's the thing. You got to think about these YouTube personalities. Like, they have a whole fan, a massive fan base. And so if they can just get their subscribers to buy their shit or listen to their shit, they, they are well on their way. Like, it's artists. And no shade to her because she's a good artist, but uh, Diamond Wilson. Never heard any of her shit on the radio. I've never heard it anywhere. But she's a YouTube personality and she has a whole bunch of followers on there from like her personality. And I remember like her on like Twitter back in the day and she was very well known, but you won't hear her music anywhere. But this bitch tours, she <laughs> has a whole bunch of fucking money. Her videos are always at a million plus views in 24 hours, everything because you have those loyal subscribers. So move like a stake, probably fucking go platinum. I don't know, but it's definitely possible because they have all those people backing them because like you get those subscribers from like YouTube. So if you have a million subscribers and they all buy your single, then you know what I'm saying? That's just, I mean, it's the reality of it. I'm not saying it's the best song ever. I'm not saying it's the worst song ever, but I think it was like for her, like with that being a thing on her page and it being like a funny, like it's almost like, it's, I think it was anything else. Like it's, it's an inside joke amongst like when you have a following and you get popular for your personality. You create these inside jokes and stuff with your, your core audience. And so they want to go out and seek those things. And so it's like, it don't matter what the fuck you saying or what else it is. Like, oh, it's an inside joke. Move like a snake. Ha ha. That's her song. I'm going to download it because I fuck with her. And I think that's just how it is. And I'm not saying it's bad or good, uh, her music, uh, but that's what it is. I don't take anything wrong with it. I mean, I heard, I listened to the song, watched the video. When it first came out, I mean, she really just saying, move like a snake, <laughs> like a snake, move like a snake, like a snake. I mean, but that's, it's part of her brand. It's on brand with her things. Just like she always, you she know, put the, the, she always be on her wig caps or she always be in her bonnet. She has a bonnet line. Like you brand the things that you're known for. And so she's known for that dance. And so she branded it. I mean, smart business move. I can't hate. Too bad you can't sell sarcasm. You can't? No. I okay. try every week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to move into Six Hat World. Um, this is actually a late edition for me, personally. Um, 
it's a video of a Instagram live from Megan Thee Stallion floating around. Um, she's very emotional. She said that she is being prohibited from releasing any new music um, because she's in renegotiation talks with her label, um, fifteen oh one. Um, yeah, she urges everybody to read contracts and. It was it's kind of tough seeing somebody who was on like a a big 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 like climb just all of a sudden at a standstill. So that was definitely um definitely news to me earlier today. So what do you think about that? Um I actually I didn't hear anything about it. Um I do think it is surprising because she is so popular and so mainstream right now that I think we hear those stories like cash out early on when she was in a, a really bad label deal mm-hmm. and she couldn't release music, but she was in like a bum ass label deal with like a unknown people or whatever, or like some real low key shisty shit. So with Megan being a main artist and a mainstream artist, I guess I'm kind of surprised that you see people on that level going through that same thing. But I mean, we have to urge all these young people, um, especially nowadays, uh, to read the shit that you sign. Yeah, especially with the amount of people creating content. I know that me and KC actually went through this um, a couple years back where somebody was trying to sign us up and put us on a network. And uh, the the language was really, really funny. I mean, it's just because you... <laughs> that's the thing. Immediately, especially as an artist, when you're doing... When you're making your art or you create your content... um. And you putting work in for so long, and, and most of the time, initially, you're not making money from it. Like, I remember seeing videos of Megan Stallion, Stallion rapping three or four or five years ago. So, she's been at this for quite some time now. So, if you've been doing something where you've been financing yourself, or you've just been, you know, trying to make a way and trying to break into the industry, and or you just want to get to the point where you finally want um, profit from what you're doing... Like, I can understand, like, you, it's kind of hard for you to tell somebody not, you know what I'm saying, not even to tell somebody, but for somebody looking at it, especially if they don't have people around them to be like, uh-uh, let me look at that. If you don't have a lawyer or you don't have somebody more intelligent than you or more um, knowledgeable than you to look over the things that you're signing. Because at first, you're thinking about this amount of money, cool, I need the bag, like, because I've been doing it and financing myself for so long. Um, so with that being said, I'm not, I'm surprised because she's such a big artist, but it happens all the time. I mean, you can go back to fucking watching the TLC story and them selling all them records and them giving them fucking rap fours. Like they signed a bum ass deal, but you're not thinking about that. You know what I mean? You just think, oh, money, especially you up front. I don't know nothing about streaming numbers. I don't know nothing about how all the expenses I don't know about nothing about anything, but all I see is a signing bonus. And I'm like, shit, this has changed me and my family's life. You know what I mean? And so that's might be that might be all you see at first. And it's hard to rethink about those things. I know I recently um, was listening to GBP, uh, JBP or whatever, and they were talking about, uh, it was around their five-year anniversary, and they were talking about how long they were podcasting before they actually got something where they were making profit from it. And I felt like that was very inspiring because I know Hendrix for sure gets really discouraged um, throughout this whole process of, you know what I'm saying? So just think it's like somebody on that level going through similar things was uh, just kind of like more of a reality check. Yeah. Um, I actually had, I don't know if I talked about it. I actually had conversation with this guy. Um, he's been doing a very successful podcast. Or he's been doing it for... I want to say nine years and he was just kind of telling me like, yeah, keep going. Like, nah, you're actually at the point where you're actually making content for real now. So keep going. Like, Cause if you stop now, you just wasted all your time. But if you keep going, you'll actually break through and some a shake for you. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. So, um, yeah, but in regards to making situations, like it's sad and it's really unfortunate um, people go through that. You hear people all the time. I will say, yeah, you do hear people all the time. Like even major artists that are just trying to get out of bad deals. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it don't be like for reasons like that. Sometimes it's just like maybe the splits. Um, 
sometimes the uh, the requirements. Mm-hmm. Like I know not too long ago, Tory Lane spoke about you know trying to get out his deal or little Wayne, like major artists like little Wayne, like was trying. You know what I'm saying? Or Frank Ocean when he was trying to you know satisfy a a contract quota. So it's just it, it happens, and so it's just like you have to make sure. Even sometimes with your lawyer, you have to make sure what you're going like what you're looking through and what's in that contract is really appropriate. Um, that's the thing with a lot of artists nowadays. Not saying you don't need a major label, but I feel like once you get that buzz and once you um blow up for real and once you have all that support, a lot of times it is better off when you come in on a distribution deal. Like, you know, like kind of like almost the approach. That they was on distribution deals, but when you get to set your own terms, and uh, I know like kind of like when Nicki came in or when Drake came in, they had so much of a fan base already that they was able to a little, a little bit have more a little have more freedom than the average artist because instead of me coming in like I need you to blow up, it's like look I'm already hot, so you want to eat off this or what? Yeah, um, I mean just I I've been saying it a lot. Be careful of you know. Those exposure type deals, because like you said, you can have somebody who has like a really a really big buzz, but they need more exposure, and you actually don't. Like if you got a buzz, you got a buzz, and eventually it'll spread. Like you don't need anybody to help you get more of a buzz. Yeah, exactly right. Because now you just sign a deal for you know maybe two million more people to know who the fuck you are, but you sign it as contract for the next five years so yeah just be careful um i hope that situation gets resolved um something that a lot of the the guys didn't like this week uh in the midst of the coronavirus the cdc urged or i don't say urge they said it would be better if guys shaved their beards off to prevent coronavirus (laughs) and niggas was in a uproar Cause you know, if you didn't know, ladies, like facial hair is guy's version of makeup. Cause yeah. it definitely is. <laughs> like I don't know if you ever seen like a bare faced guy. Like after he had facial hair, it's completely different. Yeah, I don't have that much facial hair, and I look completely different, like bare face. So yeah, I'm trying to think what we was attracted to when we were kids before men had facial hair. I don't know what it was. I mean, I do also know men that don't have any facial hair. Um, lucky for them, I suppose. And then <laughs> I know people are just like, "Oh my God, what happened to your face?" Yeah, so, I mean, if, I mean, it's, it's similar to like hairstyles. Like you've been rocking the same like haircut for a while. Like when you switch it up, or you cut it all off, like you, know, you look kind of weird. So. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> a lot of niggas, especially is not. if you had a bunch of hair and you cut it off. It like at first you're like, oh. You look different. <laughs> For sure. Or nigga, I mean, just even the same even in the same capacity when niggas hat fishing. I've seen niggas that I thought was cute. And then they took their hat off and I was like, oh, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> hat fishing will never Ball not headed, be funny. Or you bald in or you uh got a long head or your head <laughs> shaped funny. Like it's a plethora of things. Yeah, they're basically telling us, like, we can't have, like, a soul patch or a mustache. That's it. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. I don't think niggas going to do that. But, I mean, you, can you just wash that shit with some antibacterial soap? Um, but I, I wonder, you niggas with all, like, a whole bunch, like, them really big. I don't, like, I honestly, personally, I know that's, like, all the rage. And bitches like, oh, my God, niggas with beards. I'm cool, actually. Um, I never really dated a nigga with a beard before. And I actually have, it's not on my list. Um, no discrimination I just never really came across it and it's just like to me it's like I mean it's like they the nigga with pubes they hold a smell I would assume if you don't clean it what properly like do y'all shampoo that's an interesting correlation but I mean hair I don't think it's the same smell are you right because actually your face is probably uh, that's gonna get in contact with more germs in your. Pu- <laughs> that's actually true. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's all the stuff in the air, all the shit. You know what I'm saying? All the vaginas all around. I don't know. All I'm saying is that just, just something to think about. <laughs> Speaking of vaginas, um, I don't know if we talked about it, but 
What? Erica Badu's Badusi incense. Uh, they sold out. <laughs> they sold out in 19 minutes. Y'all niggas is sick. Flat. I didn't know where to buy them. You got some? No, I didn't know what the long. You want somebody to send you a link? I wasn't. I can't get them no more. I wouldn't even. I don't even use that dragon blood that I got now. But uh, oh, bring me here next time because I'm out of incense. <laughs> think about. Um, yeah, they're going like for fifty dollars, and niggas like just bought them up, and a lot of niggas were like making fake videos like, "Ooh, I got it!" Like they don't even ship till the tenth, I believe. Oh, I definitely want to see a review. Um, yeah. So if you don't know, she basically cut up pairs of her used underwear and burnt them. Those are the incense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. But congratulations on everyone that got that. Hey man, y'all some sick ass niggas. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, that's some sick props shit. to her. If it's a market for it, it's a market for it, honey. Make your make your coins. Period. Uh, props to her for finding out that it was a market for her because I don't think anybody knew that it was actually a market for her. I mean, well, she know that everybody be um, you know. I mean, niggas do buy panties, though. So. I mean, I wasn't even talking about buying panties, but yeah, they do buy panties. I was talking about them. Everybody know that her, you know, vagina is rated top tier. You know what I'm saying? Changing niggas' lives out here. So, I mean, maybe she was like, you know what? Everybody's always talking about how my vagina is shaping the culture, and I just want to um, eat off of it. Okay. So. Yeah, so that's all I have for Six Hat World this week. Cool beans. That's it. Yeah. So, what's next? All right. So, we're going to get into our topic for this week. We're talking about exes. Mm-hmm. So, whether you were in a relationship or heavily dating or what have you, and something... Not necessarily catastrophic happened, but you're no longer together. But time heals all, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Would you go back? You asking me? Yeah, would you go back? Would you try to rekindle that flame? Would you try to, you know, relive those experiences that you once felt for this person? Because, you know, a lot of times... People say that feelings disappear, but a lot of times they don't. (laughs) So my question to Casey and the rest of you today is if you had one ex that you didn't really get off, you know, y'all didn't leave on bad terms. A couple years down the line, y'all reconnect. Would you try and rekindle that flame, or would you let bygones be bygones? Which one? Um, I don't know what the general consensus is of this. Um, I personally uh, would say no. I think that it depends. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's relationship is different. I think it depends on the reasons why the relationship ended i think that plays a huge part in it um because i don't have any i don't have a bad relationship with any of my exes i don't talk to all of them and i have some of them that i have a a regular relationship with that we cool and we friends and shit like that um some i'm closer to some i'm not as close to but i don't have any, i only i don't even want to say we have a naked relationship we just don't talk at all but um i don't i still don't think that I would go back. Uh, but that's just me personally. Like, I don't think that it's any, like, mm, why, I guess. If now, if it's something very um, true, I know people grow and mature and you learn and all this stuff like that. But like I said, I'm friends with all my exes. So I also know their <laughs> bad qualities and their good qualities because we're still friends. And it's just like, it's more so like, God bless the woman that's dealing with you now, because hell to the gnaw. So, let me paint this picture. Okay. Um, so, let's say at an earlier point in time in your life, you had experience with a guy who's mm-hmm. now your, 
you're a friend now. Like you said, y'all didn't end on bad terms. Um, you ended on the fact that things got kind of like stagnant. Like, so you got bored. Both y'all were bored. Y'all mutually separated. Um, and you went on about your life. But it was something, it was always something about this particular relationship to where, like, you kind of looked back, like, oh, okay, I remember, you know, like, you see a picture or something, like, oh, this was a happier time. Like, so now you guys fast forward to now, like you guys ran into each other, like or throughout your friendship, you've been trying to, you know, y'all been kicking in, being cool and shit like that. But now you kind of have like a thought, like, oh, okay, well, no. <laughs> I'm mad you shake your head like that. <laughs> no. I mean, because if you got bored and stagnant, then what if? I mean, what's stopping you from getting bored and stagnant now? Because if anything. If you're just saying like, oh, okay, well, I might see you in there, you know, we and nice to spark, we all know that that's temporary, right? Relationships are work. Relationships is me continuously deciding to choose you to move through this life with every single day, um, to grow with and to evolve with and to all that stuff. So if it got boring and it was stagnant and we were not progressing i mean nothing is like that spark is temporary that would be the same shit we can get back in the relationship and the same shit is gonna happen again um i just think that i don't i'm not gonna say that it's impossible for y'all or people who subscribe to that i just don't i just don't personally subscribe to that like i've because i've i've gotten back with an ex one time there we go that's what we're looking for i've gotten back with an ex one time in my life and it was uh the worst decision ever made (laughs) in my life uh why was it the worst decision because it was no reason for us to get back together and it was kind of like that same thing you're saying like you're chasing the feeling of happiness instead of just getting over with getting over it so what was the time frame in between um, it was maybe like mm, six months, oh, okay. maybe, maybe it might've been less than that. It might've been like four, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like you're, it, I think you're chasing that initial feeling or you, uh, or actually no, you're chasing the comfort and you're chasing the familiar, fam, I've been fucking this word up all the time, all the, all fucking week. You're chasing that familiar feeling because I cannot say familiar familiarity right now for whatever reason. Okay, um, I don't know. Damn, I've never had a problem saying that word. To this, I don't know to this week. Um, but you're chasing that feeling. You're not. It's not the person. Like love and relationships and a person can become like an addiction, and you're not even like it. And as we know, addictions are not always good. Obviously, well, most of us are not good. Additions are not good. So you have to kind of like mourn it and cleanse yourself of it and kind of like let it go. And especially even if it is healthy and it did and you don't have a bad relationship, it's just like it ran its course. And I, even if it, like I said, even if it wasn't negative, you learn from it. It was a lesson. You know more now what you want, what you need. Who you maybe and maybe obviously it's not all on that person. You might have learned who you need to be and what you need to change and how you need to deal with things differently. Right. Y'all both learn from each other. It was a mutually beneficial situation for both of you guys. You came out better in the end. But I don't think that means that you guys are supposed to be together. Because I think that you have a plethora of soulmates in your life, but your life partner is a person you're supposed to be with. It's a different kind of love. Um, it's not just romantic love. It's like unconditional love. And I don't think that just keep backtracking is going to fix that. I know people change and evolve, but I have no reason to feel like those problems wouldn't persist. It, it, I, that's why I say it, it ultimately depends on why y'all broke up. Now, let's say you were like, okay, this man was completely perfect and everything, but he refused to get a job and he refused to like, I don't even know, work <laughs> and be a productive member of society. And in five years, but he was perfect in every other way. He was romantic. You came home from work, you rubbed your feet and made your dinner. He was attentive. He was a good listener. You had great sex. 
Um, I know that's not all the things that resolve relation, but I'm thinking very surface level right now. So let's say all of these things were apparent mm-hmm. and it was just the it was just that. Mm-hmm. Because I think that those issues are different. Those I think that a issue in your actual relationship and an issue in like that a person's individual issues in their lives are different. So let's say they were perfect in every other way, y'all communicated effectively, all these things were great. But this nigga was lazy and didn't get a job and, you know what I'm saying, was just not, whatever, not trying. And he was unambitious. You know what I'm saying? And that's your uh, deal breaker. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out. And let's say y'all came across each other five years down the line and this nigga is gainfully employed and he owns his own business and he went back to school and he is established, productive member of society. And he came to you and apologized and thanked you for being supportive and understanding and maybe helping him light a fire under his ass or whatever the case might be i think maybe that's a situation in which it could work because now the issue that you guys had is eliminated it's eliminated um but if you're talking about some y'all broke because y'all had a communication issue or you broke because you was bored or you broke because they cheated like I don't think any of those things are situations that can be rehashed. I don't think that you can make up from that. Personally, this is me. Obviously, I know y'all niggas forgive people that do fucking shit to y'all all the time. I am not that person. Um, so I was like, if it was a a loyalty issue or a a moral morality issue or a heartbreak, I don't think that that's uh, repairable. I mean, what do you think? What is your opinion on it? Um, coming from somebody who. At one point in time, I was, like, the double back king. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during my much younger days. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see both sides of it because I've lived both sides of it. Um, honestly, no. Today, no. Just because of how much I've grown as a person. So, anybody, you know, who I might have been with, I'm completely different. Like at at my core, of course, you are who you are at your core. But um, just my mindset and you know what I'm looking at towards the future and everything, like I, that's completely different from a lot of different situations. So um, I don't really see a scenario where that checks out. Like, cause like you were saying, like. It really had to be something that ended completely on the up and up. Like, okay, hey, we might just not want to do this right now. Like, cool. I mean, it's a lot of factors in it as well as far as, uh, you know, where you're at in your life, what transpired in between. You know, those are conversations that you should have. I know a lot of people don't have when they tend to go back to their former partners or whatever but yeah i need to know what you you know what your life been like since since i've been gold like what's going on how do you feel like did you change religions what's your diet like like you know what i'm saying like that's all the type of shit i would want to know um and honestly you have to you have to really consider is that worth it like is it worth it to you is this person that much of a is that worth it to you I understood why I did it a lot unsuccessfully of course why I did it a lot when I was younger because you're so comfortable in what you're used to Exactly. so you continuously run back to things that felt good even though they no longer feel good and thank God for growth man like it's a lot of things that you just naturally get as you grow and as other people grow around you because yeah that person that was great when you were you know like four four years ago or that person that was great eight years ago like they might not be that great anymore like you might still have that love or you might still you know have feelings towards that person but that doesn't mean that the situation warrants your attention at all like yeah. definitely not yeah. reaching out to be like oh yeah let's you know let's let's try and get those what what is that song teenage feelings again 
look, I'm grown. I don't want to feel like I felt when I was a teenager because I was stupid. Okay, please don't make me feel like that. That is one of the, I, I, as I get older, I'm realizing that's one of the more cringy uh, phrases to me. Like, oh, he makes me feel like I'm a, a little girl again. Like, no. What does that mean? No. Uh, like a teenager, like when you, that first puppy love where you just dumb and naive and like you just gravitate towards this person. No, make me feel like an adult in love, okay? Because I can love you, but we still got shit to do. Like, that's the kind of love I want. Like, <laughs> I love you, but uh, you made me upset. So now we have to talk about how you made me upset and what we can do going forward so that we don't have that. So, yeah, I don't like rehashing those old emotions when I wasn't as smart as I am right now. Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, it might work for somebody. Like, I know I was... uh. This lady that I uh, watched a lot of her videos, she was saying that, you know, and, I, and maybe this might different, be different because we're talking about marriage, but she was saying like, you know, sometimes couples, when you reevaluate your relationship and how y'all are relating and connected to each other, sometimes you have to decide to dissolve that marriage and start a new one. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think more along the lines of, I think that, re- and that relates to relationship culture and that's like reinciting and recreating a new relationship culture within your relationship. But in terms of like backtracking, I would say that you just have to really think weigh the pros and cons. Um, yeah, and like I said, in those situ- like this like the scenario I described, that may be something different. Um, I just want I just think that you have to think about the why because anything can look like shiny and new and like damn, I fucked that up or damn, like, why not? Like it's familiar and it's comfortable and you know it already. And it's a sure thing. And, uh, those are only thinking about the good things. It's not making you think about how y'all got to where y'all got in the first place, which is to separate. Um, so with that being the case, I just think it's very important to really think about it before you make a conscious effort to backtrack. Um, Cause hell no, nah. like for what? And I don't, I, um, especially with people who don't resolve their issues. I have people in my life that is like, Oh, see you as a shiny new toy. And it's like, no, cause <laughs> of course and, and it's, and it's always going to be the perspective is always going to be different from the person who fucked it up. Right. So it's just like, I'm like, hell no, I would never feel like that again. Where the person who is the, you know, whatever, they're going to feel like, hell no, why the fuck would I do that again? But you only have positive recollection of the situation because you were the, you were the problem. You know what I mean? I mean, if you haven't grown from that, then yeah, you probably would. No, I'm saying you were still the problem. I mean, you can grow from it, but I'm saying, of course, when you think of that person, it's going to give you butterflies and you can think of the bliss because you're not thinking of the trauma that you caused them. They're not seeing like you're you only have your perception and your memories and you're like, oh, we were good. But it's like, yeah, because you were causing the trauma. Like I know me and my um friend was talking about like seeing your ex move on. Right. And I mean, and I don't mean like your little randomized exes or people that wasn't significant. I'm talking about your people, like your person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And. You are thinking about all the time you invested or the love and affection you invested or all the shit you deal with. Because even in a happy relationship, we deal with shit, right? And you're thinking about all the stuff that they, they, they put you through. And you're like, damn, look at this motherfucker living their life. Look at this motherfucker happy. Look at this person giving everything that they didn't give to me to somebody else. But at the end of the day, you have to think about like, damn, like ah, we did too much to each other. So it doesn't even matter. We hurt each other too much. We uh, we uh, we had too much discrepancies within like how we communicated, and it would be so easy to fall back into old habits. It, even, I don't care how evolved you are, or how far removed you are. It's easy to fall back into those. Oh my god, those uh, <laughs> bad habits or whatever. And I think more importantly, you have to understand that. And I forgot when we talked about this last, but. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is set in stone. Like it might have just been your time to 
have this person and you had this person for a extended period of time and now you don't have this person like yeah. that's that's kind of how it works some people are seasonal and a lot of people what people don't understand is you might actually be the stepping stone in somebody's life i know we look at it from the opposite spectrum as far as okay well this person was in my life for a season i'm moving on to bigger and better when in reality it could be the other way around exactly well you were just in this person's life to get him to under to get him or her to understand that this is what they had to do to become successful like you know what i'm saying oh, so, for sure. i mean i don't think i think that is i think those things go hand in hand in my opinion like no i'm saying the, as far as looking at it both ways what do you mean what's the other way no i'm saying you can look at it like okay this person i was just with this person for a season and this person is gonna launch me into what i'm supposed to have when in reality you were just in this person's life for a season and he's going to use you to launch himself into what I think what I'm have. saying is I think that goes both ways. Yeah. Like it's nothing whether whether the lesson came from a bad place or a good place, I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing because you still learn from it. Mm-hmm. So whether you learn to be more responsible, right? Or you learn that you're not an effective communicator and that you need to communicate better. Like, I feel like those things, like, it's the same. Like, so just like a lot of my relationships, I feel like I've learned things that I don't want or things that I don't like. I think I also learned things that I do and things that I do enjoy or things that's necessary for me to be happy. And I think that goes both ways. I know from, it might be somebody that's dated me in the past. or like, okay, I might want something different or I might want certain, you know, something, certain things that I experienced with her. I will, I need that in my mate. And it might be some things they experienced in me where it's like, I don't want that. It's, um, so I think, that, I think that goes both ways personally, in my opinion, because I think that, I think we take good, like that experience is full circle. I don't think. Unless you're talking about extremes, obviously, right? Like you, they was abusive or some shit like that. Be even in those situations, like you, it, it might have been something positive. You know what I'm saying? It might have been something positive about that relationship. It might not have been all bad. So you might have still taken something away from that, where you're like, okay, I uh, I needed that, right. or I uh, that was something I don't like, or that was something I do. I feel confident. And myself enough to know that, and I don't have that envious feeling. I think it is easy. I know we talked about territorial, uh, territorial, territorial behavior last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's easy to feel like you own people, and not own per se, but maybe even be protective because I do think that a lot of people think that's a slap in the face to date somebody, be with somebody, teach them all these things, make them a better person, and they was never that better person for you. But they will eventually go on in, in future relationships and to steal everything. In which they learn from you into that next one, and you have to. Uh, you have nothing to do with that. You, it's nothing. It's not. It's. I mean, it's. It's, it's above you. <laughs> you have nothing. You to do really with just it. have to be okay with it. And I mean, it, it, no, it doesn't have anything to do with you. I mean, that was your purpose. I mean, it. It was your purpose. It's as much as I mean. You could go on and be motherfucking Steve Jobs, and I mean, that's like his first grade teacher taking responsibility for it. <laughs> At the end of the day. I helped. <laughs> I contributed to that. Right? But I can't go I can't act like I earned a part of that success. Like in that regard. Right. I I don't I don't think it's anybody that and that and contributed to my own arrogance. I don't think it's anybody that I ever dated that didn't go away learning to be a better person or a better man or a better human being ultimately. In some capacity, because I try to I try to generate nothing but good energy, for the most part. And I don't have a lot of I don't have I haven't had any really tumultuous breakups. Even the one where we went back, mm-hmm. we that's why that's how I knew 
not saying that a breakup should hurt. I guess breakups do. I guess it's like a loss, right? Um, that was the one, not the one. Uh, yeah, I guess the one relationship where it was like, all right, and it was it. It was, <laughs> it was no hard feelings. I think we both. I can say that. That was the one relationship where we both was like, yeah, this is done. <laughs> and it was because we went back and we had no business going back in the first place. So that first time we broke up, it was like right. a very traumatic, emotional experience. It felt like a loss. It felt like all these things. So when we when we got back together, it was like, okay, you felt at home. It felt great, right? By the time we finally broke up for good, it was like, you good? I'm good. All right. Well, I see you around. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was nothing. Good talk. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, we knew. We both knew that it had ran its course. And that was the only relationship I had like that, where it was like, all right, yeah. Because, I mean, that's the only time I ever backtracked, too. So, I think you got to weigh your options. And to everybody that's with their ex, (laughs) shit, I have an uncle and auntie that keep dating each other. (laughs) <laughs> They've been dating each other for like for the past like three decades. Um, Chris, that's Chris and um, his wife Taylor. Yeah, same way. Yeah, so I mean, it's not unheard of. Well, they're together and have been together for a while now, but they... well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like. It, I mean, it's not unheard of. Like people do it, and people do it successfully. And like I say, I think it really depends on why y'all separate. So if y'all separate in a way, like I'm not about to go back to my like, okay. You never listened to me. You didn't understand me. You never tried to hear where I'm coming from. We didn't have shit in common. I'm like, you know what we need to do? Get back together. Because all of those things are still the same. We It, it holds true. You still don't understand me. You still don't listen. You still just fucking dumb. So why the fuck would I do that? It just don't make no sense. Or you still a hoe. Or you still a, a cheater. Or you still manipulative. Or you still don't understand me. Mm-hmm. Like if it's if it's situations like that, like the actual like things that make you connect and bond as a couple, then I don't think it's any coming any any coming back from that. Um, if it's something like I said, more materialistic, like lack of ambition or something like that, and they finally got a fire lit under their ass, and was like, "All right, nigga, <laughs> I'm ready." Then I can see that working out. I can see that working out. But no. I know fucking cheater. So shout out to y'all girls. So, guys, we would love to get your opinion on whether or not you would go back to somebody that you had. Uh, or whether you have. Let us know. Maybe you have a successful story where you and your ex. Well, what? We're just going to get an email from girls. I mean, that's fine. Unless <laughs> you have a successful story. Um, you want to give us some more perspective because you see that we are on the opposite end of the fence. So, if you have a different perspective and you can see the good... And the positive um, aspects of getting back with your ex or rekindling an old relationship, please let us know in the comments or email us at swimpodcast at gmail.com, the number two. Send any questions, comments, concerns, anything we talked about on this episode. And let us know what you're thinking about the topic or about anything else. If you double back, you double back, uh, King, like, no, I mean, Hendrix, and we're. Mm-mm, I'm not that you king. Didn't, you didn't get the motherfucking on ass person like me. <laughs> Then uh, let us hear it. Them days is not uh not in my <laughs> mirror at all. No, we talk about people's inability to let their exes go. Kendra's got that problem too. You just said you had a good relationship with all your exes. I do. Okay, but I see, do it's too, different baby. type of relationships, though. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A relationship is a relationship. No, it's not. It's right. inappropriate relationships, and it's like so friendships. We on the podcast, right? Hmm? Huh. We have a friendship. Okay. I'm talking about the inappropriate relationships you had with your ex when you were together. Huh? Like that. We got a friendship. It was inappropriate. To you? No, it was actually inappropriate. Okay. Like y'all were being inappropriate. Okay. But, okay. All right, guys. I guess that's it. Uh, what's going on? Anything around your good? Not that I can think of. Okay. Hmm. Um, it's grinding your gears. I don't really have anything grinding my gears, honestly. Let me look and make sure. But I think I'm actually good. All right. Yeah, no. I think I'm good. I don't have anything grinding my gears or whatever. I'm chilling. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm good. All right. Well, 
We actually not nothing actually pissing us off this week. That's a it's a miracle. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess that's gonna wrap it up. Oh wait, no. Contact information, Hendrix. Go ahead. <laughs> You can follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram at Two Awkward Millennials. And you can also follow the show on Facebook and Twitter at The 2 AM Podcast. Where can they find you at, KC? Um, if you want to reach me, KC, in the place to be, you can do so at K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L. L-I-F-E. So that's K in real life. K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. And on Facebook, you can find me at KC Kyle. Um, that email one more time is podcast at gmail.com. The number two, let us hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking about. Anything that's going on, uh, opinions in this episode or anything like that, let us know. So, Hendrix, any last words? Ah, uh, yes. As always, remember millennials, he who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. We will catch you next week. Peace. Peace.